My guest on this episode of Geek 4 is Dr. Marcel Cosman. Dr. Cosman is a public educator and scholar. She is the co-host of the Witch Please podcast, of which I've been a longtime listener. And she teaches at the University of Alberta. When I reached out to Marcel and asked if she might want to be a guest on my podcast and asked her what she might want to talk about, she mentioned this newly discovered love of Disney theme parks. And I thought that that was a great opportunity and to find out what attracted her uh, kind of later in life to explore the wonderful world of Disney. I'd never met Marcel. Uh, I have had a chance to hang out with her co-creator and co-host uh, of Which Please, Hannah McGregor, a few times when I've been in Vancouver on work, but I'd never met Marcel. I actually did see her at a conference once. I didn't tell her this. Uh, but I was far too intimidated to go up and introduce myself. That was the old Mike. The new Mike totally would have been fine with that. This was a great conversation. She is utterly charming and delightful. And I think you'll really enjoy this conversation. This is Geek 4, a podcast about fans, fandom, and fan culture. I'm Dr. Michael Boyce. Everyone likes something, but what are you a geek for? Marcel. Hi. Welcome to Geek 4. It's so nice to actually meet you in person. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's nice. It's nice to meet you in person-ish too. (laughs) It's a real pleasure. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we're going to talk about your newly discovered love of Mm -hmm. Walt Disney World parks. Yes. Yes. Now (laughs) the Disney parks as like the (laughs) umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm kind of curious about this because you do not strike me as a park person. Not that there's a stereotypical park person anyway. People can choose whatever they like to like. Sure. Can you tell me about your relationship to Disney before you discovered this love? Yeah, yeah. I think as a as a geriatric millennial, I certainly grew up watching Disney like I, we we didn't have cable when I was when I was a kid um so we just had like aerial tv and so there were like Disney like Disney Sunday specials and stuff so the wonderful world of Disney yes yeah, yes I remember and and this was also the time when you couldn't just buy any Disney movie you had to wait until Disney released it from the vault and then it was available on VHS <laughs> for some ungodly amount of money. <laughs> In a lovely clamshell container. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was definitely one of those kids who like grew up thinking of Disney as a special thing. Um, but unlike a lot of my friends, I never went, I never went on like a March break road trip to to Disney World or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, <clears throat> excuse me, apparently when I was a baby and my mom and dad and I lived very briefly in California, my mom took me to Disneyland one time. <laughs> but I believe we lived there for two months. And, and, and clearly not a formative memory. As an infant, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Um, and so... Anyway, so this is all just sort of the the, the backstory to my uh, to my childhood with Disney. So then, because I'm a geriatric millennial, when I became a teenager, I 
inherited all of the rage from Gen X. So like I hated the man. I everything was the man. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're largely yeah. forgotten now, so it's nice <laughs> no. to know that some things that we did paid off. <laughs> classic older sibling we had generational a, syndrome we had right? a brief resurgence during the lockdown gen x can handle it they were the first latchkey kids they're fine leave them yeah yeah exactly and we went back to sleep uh, so 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 obviously my teenage years were very like like sellouts are the worst i hate all corporate everything naomi klein no logo like like you know, counterculture, whatever. Um, and like, bless those days and bless those kids. Like, like that's, it's a good and it's a good and right passage. Yes. Um, and so it just never occurred to me that I would be the type of person to take, to go to a Disney park or mm -hmm. to take my child to one. And uh, I've had the opportunity <laughs> So my my Witch Please co-host Hannah and I, we were going to Universal Studios, the mm -hmm. our our podcast listeners crowdsourced a, a trip for us to go so we could make an episode about it. And I invited my mom to come along so that I would have some childcare. Um, because I had to bring my two-year-old. I didn't have to bring I want you can't go to a theme park without your two anyway. So yeah. I invited my mom and she was like, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to go. Um, do you want to go? Should should we do a few days at Disney while we're there? And I was like, no. <laughs> Jeez, mom. <laughs> she was trying to recapture something with you as a baby. Probably. And you crapped all over it. Yeah, yeah. Like the like the teenager that I always am. And uh and I don't know, I don't know what happened. I it just occurred to me that like, well, we're gonna be in Florida. you know what? Why not? We're going to one one theme park. Why not both? Mm. And I started planning a trip and I really as a as a researcher i found the process of planning this trip to be very very satisfying and i really enjoyed it <laughs> and so i was really excited i i went from being sort of absolutely resistant to secretly excited to go to disney world and then um and i like it would come up that we were going on a trip and people would be like oh where are you going and be like oh, i'm going to disney world <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> hand over the mouth <laughs> um and so so all of this preamble to say that when we got there so many things went wrong on on route so many absolutely absurd and tragic things happened on the way and then we got there and i was overwhelmed with the pageantry and the spectacle and i know that there are some people who would see this and see the like performativity of it mm -hmm. and that performativity would mean that it therefore doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. but for some reason for me the fact that this happens every day was like wow mm -hmm. This happens every day. This is amazing. And I like, I like 
I cried every day that I was there from joy because it was just like, I described it as being the first time I'd ever been somewhere without a shred of irony in like my, possibly my entire life. Like everything was so, <laughs> if you will pardon the term, magical. Um, I I think that's yeah, what they're going for. It's, that is, and they do they do it well. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of like another experience, and I've been to other part. Like I, you know, I grew mm -hmm. up in southern Ontario, Canada's Wonderland. Canada's Wonderland, yeah. You know, giant, horrifying Scooby Doo, costumed people. Um, it it doesn't have the same magic like that yeah. everything is designed for you to just enjoy yourself and yeah. mm -hmm. you know yeah you you will spend a fortune oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i learned a friend of mine uh is a is a travel agent like on the side just for disney stuff oh, and wow. she, there's apparently one restaurant where like you can drop twenty thousand dollars i don't know like i can't even imagine oh you know, my god that's like <laughs> No, th like there's a morbid curiosity. With, like, what would that totally. be? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I don't, I'm not interested in that at all. No. So which no. park did you go to? We went to, uh, so that first trip, we went to um, Magic Kingdom, uh -huh. Animal Kingdom, and Epcot. Okay. And we only, so we had, we only had four days. And you might be thinking, but Marcel, there are four parks. <laughs> But you also had a one, two-year-old. <laughs> I did, yeah. And I was like, well, uh, we're definitely going to need to do Magic Kingdom twice. So, yeah. So that's so that's what we did. We did. Fair. We went to to Magic Kingdom twice, and and we did not go to Hollywood Studios. And at the time, uh, I think that was the right that was the right choice. They did not yet have Toy Story Land. That yep. was in process. Mm -hmm. um, and I know a, a friend of mine was like, why would you take your baby to Epcot? Epcot is for grownups. And I was like, ah, 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 but Frozen. <laughs> Frozen ever after. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I had a big argument about Epcot. Um, I've, I've apparently annoyed all Disney fans by my dislike of Epcot Center. Because I, like, I went there once when I was a teenager. Yeah. And it was the Michael Jackson, Captain EO thing. And that's all I can remember about the whole park. It was like, I don't even know what that stupid. means. Yeah, no. Michael Jackson was a singer in the 1970s. I and do 80s. remember. <laughs> Just, you know, he other continued things. to make music in the 90s and the early aughts. Did he? Did he? I think he, I think he was better known for other things at that point. But okay. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was this movie that they shot. I don't know if it, it must have been oh, around weird. the time of um, Thriller, but it okay. was like th that was the thing that you went to Epcot for was the Captain oh, EO movie. Okay. And I went, oh, stupid. I like Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood Studios is my favorite. That's, yeah. that's my part. But oh, yeah. Magic Kingdom is just like, like you walk there. I defy people, even the most jaded mm -hmm. teenage Marcel, um, yeah. <laughs> arms crossed, yeah. unimpressed. You walk out and you see the castle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's, I, that that hits you in the feels. I dare you not to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you. Yeah. Well, I, I'm an emotional basket case, so I don't cry. But I, well, no, I, I cry a little bit. But yeah, no, I I totally get that. I totally get that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it I. <laughs> it changed me as a person and i mean that i mean that both like 
I mean that sarcastically, but also literally because I really did it did that experience did transform me from being a person who was like absolutely not I'm not interested in this in the least to a person who was like, you know what's fun? This is fun. <laughs> yeah. Hannah Hannah described me as a, a Disney a white wine Disney mom or a Ooh. Disney Disney wine. I can't remember. It, not a, it wasn't an insult. It was like, yeah, you've become you've become a wine drinking Disney mom. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, I yeah. have. <laughs> None of those things sound bad to me. They they sound no. perfectly fine. Wine drinking exactly. Disney mom, perfect. Yeah. That sounds mm -hmm. great. So <laughs> I mean, that's the first, that's the first experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, the, does yeah. the researcher in you kind of anticipate your response to the next one? Like your next visit? Like, are you like, are you looking to recreate or find new experience that, new things? So that's, that's really interesting. Um, so I took, I took my daughter to Disneyland for the first yes. time, just like a month ago. Um, and, uh, that was how did she like that she loved it yeah and it was a great it was a great trip for the the two of us it was like we just you know we've got we've got a a, a toddler in the house and like my my daughter is awesome but she's also a kid and definitely not a baby anymore and so like the the nature of the attention she gets is just very different and over, I would say the last six months or so, it's just felt really important to me to do something special that's kind of just for her. And that's just this, like, where she kind of gets to be the center of attention in a positive way, as opposed to in a, like, like screen off time ended <laughs> 10 minutes ago. You didn't unpack your lunch. You, do you have homework? Like, yep. you know, anyway, so, um, so it was, you know, with the exception of when I was an infant, this is the first time that I went to Disneyland, although I swear to God, this, she's definitely my daughter because the entire time we were there, anytime somebody asked us if it was our first time, and I would say yes, she would be like, no, mama, actually, it's your second time well, because actually. you came here. And I was like, oh, you're making me so mad right now. But you're right. Your need for precision is infuriating i love you so much i'm so glad we went on this trip together um, you are so my child 100 <laughs> so so this was uh so this was a totally new experience okay. and um and folks who are maybe more seasoned disney travelers than me um are probably well aware of the differences between them um but the the process of trying to like research and plan for this trip was was totally different because um, it's a it's like a completely different vibe and you just can't plan for it in the same way that you mm. kind of have to plan for Disney World. And, and so you have to is like I have to. <laughs> um, but like because Disney World is in the middle of a swamp. Yeah, there's nothing no. there's like if you if you as i did on our first trip leave your meticulously packed backpack with all of your things oh, at Marcel. security oh, Marcel. after you go through the border crossing oh Marcel. <laughs> i left you... my, i left my ticket no i did last time we went oh, i um and i got there it was like 
what do I do? And they fixed it. Magic. Oh. <laughs> Love them. Well, they couldn't help me with my back. Oh no. <laughs> I had to uh, I had to go I had to go to a target. I had to go to a super target. I had to take a cab because we did not we didn't rent a car. No. Because at the time they picked you up in a big bus. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> so, yeah, totally different. So so I had to take a cab, go to a super target at like 10 p.m. the first the first night that we were there in my disgusting sweaty clothes and repurchase everything. <laughs> Oh no. Um it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great it's okay. now. Yeah. Do you know do you know what? I know I'm going on a total tangent here, but um the the reason why that mistake was uh so good and good and bad, but like <laughs> like I said, I had meticulously packed everything. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I had to repurchase everything including a new suitcase to put it all in for when we left i was i started this trip this meticulously planned and carefully organized trip three hundred dollars us in the hole (laughs) so so it really turned into this like well money doesn't mean anything set the tone set the tone yeah Oh, it's raining. <laughs> Let me buy this twenty-five dollar rain slicker. Exactly. Uh, with, it, yeah. with mouse ears on it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's oh, still there's still capitalism in the Magic Kingdom, but oh, uh, it there. Just, it just you, you, you experience it differently. It feels great. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Magic exactly. capitalism as Magic, opposed to lick yes. capitalism. Yeah. With the finger. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. So. Tell me the some of the the differences in the in the parks, like right, right, right. right. So, did, did um, you leave any luggage behind anywhere? I did not. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I did not. Successful the, trip. The only time, the only time I did that. Um. So okay, so some so some differences. Uh, Disney World, we you don't have to, but we opted to stay in the park because we didn't want to rent a car and we didn't want to pay for parking. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're calculating all the options. Uh That's what we did. Um, Disneyland, I cannot afford to stay in the park in Disneyland. That's, that's for people in a wildly different tax bracket for me. (laughs) That must be what the $20,000 meal is. Quite possibly. (laughs) So like, um, so instead of like looking at, you know, well, which, which budget Disney hotel is the best option? We're like, okay, Motel 6, uh, Quality Inn, like what are the, what are the options here? How far am I willing to walk to get to the park? What's the weather going to be like? Is it going to be like a swamp or is it going to be like springtime in Edmonton? You know, so, um, so so the so the planning was very different another thing that was very different is um when we went to disney world both the first and second time uh they had what is it called um they had meal plan not meal plans dining plans oh yeah 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 so so basically i did like i said i did a lot of research you don't save any money no (laughs) they're not cheaper but it is a simplified process so that when you go you just you just tap your fancy mickey ear bracelet and pay for your and and your meal is is 
removed like the credits or whatever from oh. however many credits you get with the with the dining plan so so that no longer no longer an option so now i had to do things like well do we want to make reservations do we mm -hmm. want to go do you want to like do i want to spend 50 dollars on an all-you-can-eat buffet where they have to make me special mickey waffles in a separate kitchen because i can't eat the regular ones <laughs> the answer is yes yes okay the answer is yes yeah. i right. do <laughs> <laughs> I like your I like your determination, your grit and determination to have the all you can eat. But that's great. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, so like so like meal planning is totally different. Um the oh gosh, what else? The like the like I said, the vibe in the parks is very different. Um I think presumably because Disneyland is in like Anaheim and mm -hmm. is surrounded by like hotels and conference centers and like, like drug stores, like, like a CVS or a Walgreens or whatever. Um, it's just people just, people just go. Mm. And then when the weather turns, they leave. Mm. Whereas at Disney world, you've already, you've already sunk in like, 30 to 180 minutes to get there yeah if it starts raining you're there yeah. <laughs> you're not 25 dollars for the range liquor <laughs> yeah that's, that's right <laughs> and in a swamp yeah. it rains a lot <laughs> yeah yeah it sure does um so so elliot and i were we were really lucky in um uh, at Disneyland because the weather was was pretty um, mediocre, I would mm. say, and that really kept the locals away. And so the first three days that we were there, we were like, wow, this is this is incredible. <laughs> Love this. This is yeah. great. What I, what I wonder what it's like in the busy season. And then on our last day, it was a beautiful sunny day. So every human being in southern california was there and you I now like, know <laughs> oh no <laughs> this is what it's really like wow yeah. Yeah. so i've been yeah i've been very been very blessed um yeah yeah i don't they're like they're like some some rides are the same mm -hmm. but like um but I would say the only thing that really the only thing that felt the same between the two places and I did have three years in between um, going to Disneyland and having been to Disney World, um, but walking into the Disneyland Park, not Disney California Adventure Park, which is the second park, but the like the Disney Park, the Disney Park. <laughs> yeah. So like. The equivalent of the Magic Kingdom, I guess okay. is what I'm trying to say. All right. um, so walking into the Disneyland equivalent of the Magic Kingdom, that felt very similar. They've got a similar like, here's Main Street, uh, Pastoral USA, <laughs> Nostalgia City for the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like old timey music playing mm. from the playing from the fake stores mixed with the real stores. Mm -hmm. There's a like a trolley that's going to go by and some some horse drawn carriages, people in in. Uh, basically adult cosplay suits and stuff um and then that and then the castle in the like just 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 slightly in the distance 
Um, so that that felt very similar. Um, that was pretty cool. Did you cry? I didn't cry on this trip. Oh, okay. And I thought about that a lot. I thought about I thought about the fact that I didn't cry on this mm -hmm. trip a lot, and mm -hmm. how like this was me thinking like, well, wow, this is like a really different vibe here, and and I think that might also have been because it was the first time I was on a trip just me and Elliot. Mm. Um, so I didn't have my. I've only gone to Disney World with my mom and Elliot, and so um, yeah, like. So I, there wasn't like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I think maybe I was just also in, in a, a like a, a higher gear of mom mode because if something happened to Elliot, I was on my own. <laughs> like she corrected you on whether this was your first time in the park. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's what really set the tone here. I am trying to think of like how the park itself achieves a different vibe, but actually it was just. I was there with a seven-year-old who has yeah. a lot of opinions. Oh, yeah, no, I, I understand seven-year-olds are <laughs> challenging. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. What was her favorite thing? So we, so there were two rides that were her absolute favorite. Mm -hmm. The Incredicoaster. Okay. Which is just like, a, I don't know what it used to be. Mm. Um, but one of the things that was really fun is that the, in while you're waiting in line for the Incredicoaster, they have this Incredibles, this like faux interview with the Incredibles where oh. like on these different screens um, where they are asking like, so what do you think about the fact that this roller coaster was renamed in your honor? And they're like, oh, yeah, you named us. You named an old ride after us. That's great. Um, so yeah, I don't know what it used to be called, but very Pete dra Pete's Dragon Roller Coaster. Yeah, maybe something yeah. terrible. <laughs> nobody likes that movie. Let's just move it on. Oh, don't! I love uh, Pete's. Okay, well, whatever. This first, is first topic for a different one. conversation. Oh, first... I've only seen the first one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't, okay. don't watch the second one. Okay. <laughs> um. So she was really into the Incredicoaster. We went on it in <clears throat> over the course of four days, ten times. Oh. Um. We nice. were only in that park twice. So what I should say is that we went over the course of two days. We went in 10 times. Mm -hmm. We were going to stop at nine, mm -hmm. but then we counted and realized that it was nine. And we're like, well, we got to get in line ten. once more. got to do, do 10. ten. We were um, both so tired. It was so yeah. cold. We like not packed appropriately. I'm like, we got to get it. Just one more. <laughs> Puff it out. Just tough it out. Do it. Stiff upper lip. Do it for the memories. <laughs> so that and the other ride that was her absolute favorite was Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which oh. used to be Tower of Terror. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never went on Tower of Terror, so I don't know how they compare. But I will say, so the Incredicoaster, a great roller coaster. Uh -huh. It's exactly the kind of roller coaster I like, which yeah. is uh more just like fast fun doing and yeah. less horrifying anticipation of my sudden death yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and the guardians of the galaxy mission breakout is incredibly fun um it's a it's a drop zone mm -hmm. style ride where you're like up 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 and then you plummet yeah. but instead of plummeting once or like twice, I can't actually remember how drop zone works. You plummet a whole bunch of times and you don't always know when you're going to plummet. And there's oh, okay. like, there's like a, you get to watch 
the Guardians of the Galaxy breaking out of the place where they are held in captivity. Um, and at one point, the doors to the entire building open up and you see how high up you are. And then while you are high up, you start to plummet and then the camera takes a picture of you presumably falling to your deaths. Yeah. Um, and it's to embarrass great. you with the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. And it's great. And it's all it's soundtracked to mm. the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. So you're a like great soundtrack. It is. It is a great <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> and I found and I discovered because we went on it so many times. Six, I think, was this one. Um, I found out that um, they play different songs. Oh. I, like I don't know I don't know how they organize it I don't mm. know if it's by time of day or if they just have like they just like have the the playlist set up and whenever you go is whatever oh. song is on I don't know hmm. but um yeah so and the and the the video or the the video wow how old am I I'm very old the 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 you movie push. <laughs> you're not getting it you're not making yourself sound younger i know <laughs> the cinescope the the talkie the talkie <laughs> that they show you <laughs> um every time you like stop at a different level the pictures um, the pictures <laughs> yeah, the pictures they're, they're also a little bit different so there's like a kind of slightly different sequence of like which guardians you see doing what shenanigans to, to reward people who go on it six times exactly brilliant exactly yeah. i think i think that like regular companies should be hiring disney employees like oh, the people yeah. who design this stuff like I flew to Pearson a couple of weeks ago and it was mm -hmm. like the beginning of March break here. And it was insane. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. if Disney organized this oh, line, yeah. we would mm -hmm. all have a wonderful time at the airport. That is so true. And then at the end, you'd be like, let's do it again. Yeah. Hey, I'll line up. And <laughs> that was fun. I know. Give me some stuff <clears throat> to look at, some music, some people in costumes. It was, a, it was a three hour wait, but there was popcorn. And Mother, I, can saw, I, get on it. <laughs> I saw Donald Duck walk by. And there's this little motorized person talking to me. It's great. It's the little crab from Little Mermaid. Perfect. Yeah. The Pearson International Airport needs somebody in a costume. I'm just yeah. saying. Like I'm, yeah. you know, that's an extreme position and I'm I'm holding to it. So. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. All right. So when when is your next trip? Oh, I don't know. Um so my my partner Trevor and I, we used to we used to travel together probably about once a year, we would try to go somewhere and do a thing. And we have not, obviously, because of the pandemic, but um, also, well, yeah, no, it's largely the, <laughs> largely the pandemic. Um, but we haven't gone on like an adventure mm -hmm. anywhere mm -hmm. uh, in a long time. Um, and so, uh, so I don't know, I don't know when we're gonna go back to Disney and Trevor, I don't think that Trevor would enjoy Disney World. I think that he would be unpleasant. And I have no interest in being with someone who's not prepared to at least try. <laughs> and you know how they have the height requirement things? They should have like yeah. a, what's your level of ennui? Uh... Exactly, exactly. His, too high. Too high. Um, but again because the vibes are so different mm -hmm. i think he would i think he would actually really enjoy disneyland um and so yeah. 
if we've been talking about doing, we've been talking about California and doing like a, a road trip um, through California and seeing a whole bunch of stuff and going to the different places. And um, because we have kids, obviously it would be centered on things like Legoland and Disneyland and, you know, yeah. other, 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 other. Here's my idea. Family me, tourist attractions. Let, yes. let me interfere in your family. Mm -hmm. Ship the kids off to your mom's. You guys um, go to Euro Disney. You know what? Okay. 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 So <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> when we were, when the lockdown was like, when it felt like it, when it felt like the pandemic was interminable, like it was just never going to get better. Oh, I remember. Um, <clears throat> I was, I was agonizing about, the fact that we could not go to Disney World. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really like I was suffering. And, and I think too, like I had finished my PhD. I just I like really wanted to do something special. We'd had so many disappointments. Like it was just such a rough couple of years. And uh, Trevor, Trevor knows me very well. And he suggested that I should if I really wanted to plan a trip I should start planning a trip for us to go to Japan. And Japan, not only does it have Tokyo Disney, it also has like a Nintendo world. It has a Hello Kitty world. It has a Moominville. It has like more theme parks per capita than I think anywhere. Um, and so, uh, so I did, I did start. Okay. So maybe, maybe we're going to go to, to Japan for the express purpose of going to tokyo disney yes yeah but tell I tell people the other stuff you know yeah 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 definitely but yeah. you know what i can't i cannot in good conscience leave elliot at my mom's house i honestly feel bad that my mom didn't come with us to disneyland like i feel and she was a real good sport about it but i could mm -hmm. tell that she was sad <laughs> I could tell she was sad that she wasn't going with us. But that's our thing, Marcel. That's our thing. I know. I, I, I know. I know. That's That was the subtext. And I was oh. like, well, it's not Disney World. Oh, yes, yes. It's different. Oh. We can't go oh. there right now. It's not safe. Oh, mother's guilt. Oh, mother's yeah. guilt. Yeah. Are you up for some fast fours? I am. Marcel, what was the first thing you would have considered yourself a fan for? Ooh, um, Star Wars, Star Wars, definitely. All right. No, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, Star Wars. Sorry. <laughs> no, I want to hear. I want to hear the follow up. The other one would have been uh, the X Men. Ooh. Mm -hmm. The cartoon. The cartoon. Yeah. That's such yeah. a good cartoon. Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely. You're, all, you're also welcome from on behalf of Jen. I know. For that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you could only do one thing at a Disney park. Mm -hmm. Whether that was uh, a ride, a show, or a restaurant, what are you choosing? I would choose a ride, and I would choose uh, I would choose a very um, oh no I I uh, I would choose the kind of ride where there's like you get to like see stuff while mm -hmm. you are on the ride, so it's not just like a like a um, not just a roller coaster, but like a an experience. Like an experience. Yes, yes. yes. There's an experience. experience. After co-hosting a oh, witch please for many years, mm -hmm. 
two iterations. Mm-hmm. Is there one thing that you've experienced or learned from Harry Potter fans that stays with you? Mm. Yes, yes. The big, the biggest thing. I didn't really know what fandom was before um, I started that podcast mm-hmm. with Hannah, and um, coming to learn what fandom is and what it means and that i have been part of fandoms my whole life without without knowing it mm-hmm. um i came to realize that uh um oh shoot what's it called headcanon mm-hmm. is just like critical interpretation so like fan theories mm-hmm. and like literary analysis same thing yeah. and that was really cool yeah yeah I one of the things that I took away from your podcast, and I will get to the final question in a second, very mm-hmm. early on, was that it's not only it, it's not only okay to critically in, interrogate the things that you love; it's actually part of the mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's important and valuable, and maybe necessary. Yeah, but it's also like it's what most fans do intuitively. Mm-hmm. Like you know, some people do it toxically, unfortunately. But other people do it, yeah. you know, kind of reflectively and like, how, how can we open this up? And I, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. So thank you yeah. for giving me that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I still owe you a drink. Um, <laughs> last question. What is the geekiest mm-hmm. thing you own? And you can define geeky however you want. I, oh man, oh, so many things. Um we Hannah and I just recorded a witch please tell me and somebody asked us what we collect Mm -hmm. and I was like here's the thing I have so many like like nerd um or like manifestations of 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 my my nerdiness Mm -hmm. I have like yeah um so it could honestly be anything I don't know I don't know what the, I don't know. I maybe. <laughs> ah, ah, I'm panicking. Um, this is not this was... fast. I am not being fast. Okay. Okay. I think possibly. But you feel pressure. Nerd... So... <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I feel. I feel the pressure, yep. even though I'm not acquiescing to the pressure. Yeah. Um. Mm, I think that the. I keep coming up with ideas. And I'm like, no, that's not. That's totally not. <laughs> that's not that geeky. Everyone has that. <laughs> Who doesn't have a head girl pin in their house color? Um, Fair. <laughs> I think that it is probably. Oh Jesus! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is so hard. Um, and I keep looking as though yeah. anything in this room is going to tell me, and I don't, I don't think, it, I don't I, think it will. I'm surrounded by books. I just see lots of. Give books. Give me an example. Books, <laughs> lots of. Well, one, <laughs> my um, my my new friend Jack uh, in the UK, mm-hmm. who's a filmmaker and novelist, uh, he has mm-hmm. a Dalek in his attic. Okay. Like, okay. A life size Dalek. A life size Dalek. Apparently. Whoa. Which I have okay. suggested is should be the title of his next book. Dalek in the attic. In the attic. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a BC Andrews Doctor Who crossover. 
Yeah. Yes, that's very good. Okay, okay. Well, in that case, I think the geekiest thing that I own might be an uh, an original uh, Ewok plushie. Um, oh. It's it's Latara, mm -hmm. so it's not Wicked, who I know is the is the popular yes. Ewok. Yeah. But it is Latara, and um, uh, I got I got her when I was pregnant with Elliot because uh, some some sort of a, a friendly acquaintances were moving from Edmonton to probably somewhere in California okay. for, for work. And they were clearing out, they had just, they were, they were leaving the city. So they had to get rid of stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, you have a Latara. <laughs> I was so excited. And they were like, take it. Mm. It's yours. Belongs to you. Take it. So that, that is, I think that is the geekiest thing. My ex-wife has one of those. Yeah, it sits in her office. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so is, much for doing is it. Uh, yes. Is it Latara? Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, about this big. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. This has been so much fun. Um, yeah. Thank you. Is... I've had, I've had a great time. Good. Good. Um, I knew it would be fun. Oh, well. And that's why I said yes. Well, you're sweet. Um, <laughs> where can people find you on social media? How can they support you? Well, I'm not allowed on Twitter anymore, but uh, my my Twitter does still exist. Okay. So if you want an archive of all of my incredible tweets Ooh. and hilarious jokes, oh. um, you can find quality. that on Twitter. Quality Qual high quality, quality yeah. Um, my my social media handle is usually Cosminator. So my last name K O S M A N, the number eight and then an r um and that is also my handle for um instagram but my instagram is private and if i don't know why you have requested to follow me uh i don't i, I when i requested I to follow you you were very sweet you're like it's gonna be really boring like if you want. it's mostly pictures of my kids yeah. they're adorable <laughs> It's nice. They are. They're so cute. Very cute. Very cute. So I got to see some pictures from you in Disneyland. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, which please is available where all fine podcasts are all it's over the true. place. Yeah, you can't and trip I, over things without no. running into which please. So that's true. And I should I should add that we are in uh, we're in a transitional period. We're um, going to be launching a new podcast. So, which please, we have we have come to the end of our time with Harry Potter again. We are again <laughs> <laughs> planned this time, though, not as a consequence of someone litigation. Um, we uh, so we are wrapping up our time with Harry Potter, and we are looking at a new show. We are developing a new show, mm. uh, same same principle, mm -hmm. but um, but not not one single series, many different things. Oh. We just haven't totally decided right. what exactly. And and one other thing, I am launching a new podcast that I'm uh, that is part. It's under the Witch Please Productions universe. Um, or it's it's in the Witch Please Productions universe, uh, and same producer Hannah is not my co-host, but she is on the creative team. Mm -hmm. um, it is co-hosted by my friend Ramy Marks, and we will be talking about gender affirming caregiving for kids. Awesome. Um, with a particular focus on making it 
possible and palatable for cis parents who kind of maybe don't have that community uh, support that that would make that process easier. So, yeah. I yeah. know some people who would really enjoy that. So yeah, yeah. yeah so that that podcast uh, is called Gender Playground, and we are launching it in June. Awesome. That's really that's amazing. I've had yeah. so much fun with this. Thank you so Thank much you. for your time. Thank you. Me too. It's been great. Thank you for joining me on Geek 4. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Geek4Pod or me on Twitter at MWBoyce. If you listen on Apple Podcast, click the subscribe button and consider leaving a five-star review. Be sure to join us next time when we learn what someone else is a geek for. Great.